All right, before we get today's show going, I got to talk to you a little bit about theharrier.com. You've heard us talk about the Harrier before. It's a lifestyle clothing brand for runners. Their stuff is awesome. And guess what? We have a collab sweatshirt with them. It's the taper season, championship season, bender season sweatshirt. They're almost gone. Don't miss your opportunity to get one. So go to the-harrier.com, pick up a P2E collab sweatshirt, and use promo code P2E to get a discount. Keep on rolling. This is Peak Keep Too Early, presented by SAV Racing, featuring Mike Gendron, Trent Fontanella, and Steve Gendron. Welcome back to the greatest running podcast in the world, Peak Too Early. I'm one of your hosts, Steve Jenner, and I'm joined by Mike Jenner, who is somewhere off the coast of Connecticut. Mike, how you doing? Steve, it is, this is like the best running week of the year. And let me tell you why. Because you don't have to run. You just had the holidays. You had Christmas where everyone like was fat and happy and drinking and eating food. And New Year's is right around the corner. So it's like you have the excuse every day this week where you're either recovering from Christmas or it's like, listen, January 1st, we're getting back on the horse here. So you are free. No, it is a no guilt, no run week. And as always at the house of Sav, we got Trent Fontanella. Trent, how you doing, bud? Not only is it the best running week of the year, this is the best holiday season every, you know, seven years, right? Because you have Christmas on a Friday then New Year's Eve on a Friday, right? No, or on Thursday. I don't know. Whatever it is. I think it's Thursday. But that gives you like the extended weekend on both ends. It's like the least amount of work you could possibly have to do during the holiday season. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. Like you said, Mike, ask me if I've run. No, absolutely haven't run this week. Actually, maybe I ran today. Forgot about that. But I'm not running this week, barely. And then there's just all these days off from work. There's all this, you know, wonderful holiday celebrations. It's as the song says, it's the most wonderful time of the Trent, year. Trent, you, you just made me sad knowing that, like, this is – you said, like, once every seven years we get, like, the double weekend Christmas, New Year's. And, of course, that has to fall on, like, the worst year ever to have that happen where just nothing matters and we can't actually can't do, do anything. anything. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way to go. Just brought, brought my mood down. So we're going to do a little end-of-the-year episode. So – we haven't done one of these episodes in a while, so it's just the boys. It's just us. We got a lot of recapping of the year to do. We got a lot of, you know, remembering, reminiscing, looking back on this insane year. Um, and it's just going to be us. It's going to be us shooting the shit for this whole podcast. You know, we're not going to interrupt it with, a, with an interview. As much as we love doing the interviews, it's nice every once in a while to just kind of ease back a little bit and just have the, the three of us kind of hang out a little bit. Just kicking it with the boys this night. Here we go. Let it fly, baby. Let's let it fly. All right. So let's start off with this. Let's start off. We've had a lot of unbelievable guests this year. Guests that I never thought would have been possible when we first started this podcast. But why don't we just kick it off? Why don't we do a little reminiscent on our favorite guests? So guys, does anybody have any favorite guests from this past year that they want to toss out there? 
this I just is say, an incredibly hard question. It. Yeah. I mean, this is not like a podium, right, where we get to have a top three and then we get to do like Arnold mentions. Maybe it'll turn into something like that. But to expect us to come up here, I think that, Mike, you put this out here. Just expect us to start <laughs> naming off the favorite like guests that we've had um, is, is a tall order to, to meet. Now, I will say with my, when we get to it, I kind of picked some just great moments that we had with some of the interviews that really stand out. So that's like where it. I'm kind of basing it on. So if anyone's listening to this, I was a guest. You were certainly an awesome guest because all our guests are awesome. But as I get into it, these are me some of my favorite moments. So I think it, this is a weird one because there's like my favorite interviews for like personal selfish reasons. And then there's the interviews that like I thought went well and we had the most fun with. So I think my personal favorite interview was the Leo Manzano one, which is still crazy that we had Leo on. And that was, I don't think it was our best interview. I don't think it was like the greatest content, but to be able to interview Leo for me, that was like a huge personal one. Now I can't narrow it down. It was was pretty much Chris Farley in that SNL episode. Yeah, exactly. Hey, 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 Hey Leo, remember that time you won the silver medal? Exactly. Yeah. 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 That was awesome. And then, but I agree. My, I agree. It was awesome for my, uh, like the best interviews we had. It's so hard to narrow it down to one. So I got a couple, I think, um, Mac fleet for me, I thought that one was, that was awesome. Great. Um, this is a completely random one, but Ben Flanagan was like the most like shocking one to me. I w- did not go into that one expecting much. And I thought he was awesome. I could have talked to him for like three hours. Um, and then the uh, Nell Rojas interview, because yep. again, that was kind of one I was surprised by where I didn't know that much about Nell. She was kind of just getting on the scene and I thought she was unbelievably awesome. So those are just a couple of like random shout outs for me. All right. I want to toss a couple out there. Nikki Hilt. Nikki Hilt, awesome. early on in the year, awesome interview, like friend of the program now, huge fan of Nikki Hilt. So that was a great interview. And we had, uh, shortly after that, we had another appearance from our guy, Ollie Hoare. I mean, guy's just, you know, second time on the podcast. Just an unbelievable interview, unbelievable dude. Had a lot of fun with him. Let's see, who else do we got? Here? If there's anything I can guarantee, it's that in 2021, Ollie Hoare will be back on the Peak to Early podcast. 100%. 100%. Um, let's see. We got Andrew Weeding, episode 69. Nice. Very good one. Andrew Weeding was great. Um, Charlotte Prouse, one, one of those surprisingly, like, very interesting people. Great interview. We had a ton of fun with her. I mean, we had Evan Jager on. I mean, that was, that was an awesome interview. Um, let's see. Who else do we got here? I feel like I'm leaving so many out. Here, let me, um, let me go into some right now. Go. Because uh, what's exciting me the most is that, like, so the few that I wrote down haven't been mentioned yet. So, uh, first off, the fact that we got Annie Coons on was great, considering that we <laughs> woke up at 3 a.m. multiple times and, like, you know, lost the interview. It never happened. So, that one was great. Well, and um, we started pursuing that in 2019, I think, yeah. and finally we were able to get it done in 2020. That was a year so. in the making. <laughs> uh, Ryan Hall has to be mentioned. Just yeah, talking I mean, about of course. The game. He's, I mean, he's in the, the Leo Manzano that, grouping. That's there, one yeah. of those... That's one of those, like, what the hell are we doing here? Like, we had Ryan Hall on. Like, he still keeps in touch with us. He sends us a DM every once in a while. Every time I get a DM from Ryan Hall, it's like, 
what the like what how how are we doing this like what what's going on here so that was that was my you know for mike it was leo manzato for me it was like i can't believe we have friggin' ryan all on the podcast right now. yeah that one that one was eye-opening um then there was a couple like i had some just great moments so i gotta shout out the grant fisher interview when we got the like the the deets oh, on yeah. the lamong chalima rivalry great. he was giving us some insight on that that was amazing the joe klecker interview where we talked a little flow track and bash flow track a little bit that was amazing um and then the other one i had here oh this is this is not necessarily just the interview it was the whole episode but i was looking at some of the, like the the episode descriptions i was going through spotify looking at you know what we write up so the jess hole i mean great interview she was a lot of fun to talk to she gave us the insight on what it was like in australia but also during that was when britney spears ran her 100 meter world record <laughs> and then when the drip chogi article came out so we oh, just wow. had all this gold in one episode so i just i loved that jess hole um episode uh trying another some other good moments the um the sydney get story that he told about his uh riding his bike like 70 miles and then having the the girls like mom have to drive them home after their their date that was an unbelievable story Um, and then we had uh craig back on to do the would you rathers that was a lot of fun uh and i had another one here oh Oh, i got two the the infamous um scott fobble hates us well i was gonna get there (laughs) i was gonna get there i'm pretty sure like We've done a good job of like becoming friends with most people that come on the podcast. I'm pretty sure Scott Fobble hates us. And because he's like the same team as him, like I'm pretty sure like we we really hit it off with Scott Smith, but I'm pretty sure Scott Smith hates us now too because he's boys with, with Fobble. Yeah, I don't think I don't think NAZ likes us that much. They they they're too serious for us, you know? That's right. I yeah. do love Scott Smith though. It's a bummer. Yeah. This might be a little recency bias, but like I think we're like friends with Eric Jenkins now. That was a great interview last episode. He's the man. Um, uh, Rob Ford just dropped the news on our podcast oh that God, he, was, right. he was leaving. He was leaving New York, New Jersey. Huge moment for the podcast. Just breaking news. Um, I mean, our guy Corey Leslie. We had Coach Corey Leslie on another great interview. That's so much. We did so much shit we, this year. We're, we we're now so just literally. Shit. We're just literally listing every Let's guest. Go every <laughs> one of them. But we had the other awesome one. I, the uh, Sam Parsons coming on to talk about the P two E showdown. That was awesome. We didn't even interview him. He just like came on to like shoot the shit about the showdown, which is great. Oh man! Now we're getting into moments though. We're, we're kind of getting a yeah, little away from the guests. <laughs> I wanted to say. I wanted to say our our boy Noah jotty but that was the last interview of 2019 doesn't doesn't count but But we did have him announce the results of one of our competitions right because if you go through our instagram there's this great shot of him with like beer in hand you know the locks just flowing it's it's a great shot all right well do we want to move on to what our favorite uh segment favorite new segment of of uh 2020 was absolutely let's do it let's do it who wants to lead us off can I start Can with what the it? worst segment was? Just to, just to yes. throw a little curveball. Yes. The worst segment was when Steve missed the episode and then he came on and corrected us. For all that was a terrible segment. Stupid. So that's a bad <laughs> segment. Steve correcting Mike and Trent. I kind of like that segment. I was hoping we'd bring that one back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I hope, we, I hope we do. All right. I'll give a good segment. Here's my favorite one. I love the P2E Classics one. We're in the dog yes. days of summer. There was nothing going on, right? And we just brought up all these old races. I mean, I had seen one or two of them, but I hadn't seen most of them, to be honest. So 
it felt like an educational session for me. I felt like I was just being, being educated. We did one like group uh, P2E classic session where we got the Zoom call on and we had a bunch of uh, the P2E community watch uh, one of the old Boston Marathon races, I believe, like a highlight from it. Um, so that was- Shoot, I forgot I about that. that. We, yeah. did, we did a watch, uh, watch of the, uh, a watch party for the 2018 Boston Marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was the Desi win. Oh, yep. dude, I totally forgot about that. We did that. I mean, that must have been April or was the week that was supposed to be Boston yeah. Marathon. So we had a, a Zoom. We had a Zoom call and we had a bunch of people on. We uh we did a screen share for the uh for the for the marathon. We watched it. We had we had an employee from Brooks on to come on and tell us about the story about the the Hyperion Elite shoe that she was wearing and how it was the first shoe that is the first time anybody had worn it and they were so scared when she was in the, she was in the lead wearing the shoe and he told us that all the prototypes of the shoe had never gone past the half marathon it was the first time anybody had ever run past the half marathon and she was in the lead in the Boston marathon breaking news people elite athletes get prototypes before the rest of the world even the non Nike athletes but anyways it, that that was that was a great moment that you know what that might be that might be a contender for moment of the year. I mean, that was, well, that was very, we'll cool. get there. We'll get, we'll there. get there. Um, I, I love riding dirty, riding dirty. was great. And it, it never like ended up being what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be, we're only allowed to talk about drugs for the length of the song riding dirty, but we ended up just going for like 20 minutes and that just kind of like spiraled out into the whole yellow jackets thing. I feel like yellow jackets, you know, the, uh, what is it? The, integrity unit the aiu whatever yeah the yellow jackets i think that's one of my favorite uh my favorite pt segments now so let's go back for a second so the the like the inception of um the of ride and dirty was that it was just every single week we were getting new stories about about like you know doping or drug allegations and we were sick of talking about we're like this isn't good for the sport to make our podcast just let's talk about drug allegations. Like we didn't want, we didn't, that's not what we want the sport to be. It's not what we want this podcast to be. So we made a rule every episode. We couldn't talk about, you know, drugs or drug allegations more than the length of the song ride and dirty. So we would play ride and dirty like lightly underneath that, that new segment. Um, you know, it, it was kind of funny, but it doesn't work. You, yeah, you got to kind of like impossible. conversation flow a little bit. I mean, it's just we, there's so much to talk about. I mean, you got to break too this many stuff down. drug stories to talk. I know. Um, I mean, I got to say that the the greatest new segment is is Sav stories. We got to bring Sav stories back. But I mean, I was on vacation. I missed this episode, the one episode in a hundred episodes. We're coming up on a hundred. I can't believe that that I missed. And uh, you know, I, I tuned in. I was listening. I was on the treadmill the next day at the gym, and uh, I hear this Sav stories. I was like, that's just a genius idea. So we brought it back next episode. Uh, we got to keep sad stories going because boys, I got a lot, I got a lot of sad stories to share on these. That could be a great, great, like community one too. So if people have good sad stories, you know, put it in a review or something or DM us and we'll, uh, we'll use those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other segments? What do we got? Do we got any other segments? Um, I'm scrolling here. Well, personal podium was kind of, personal podium came around this year. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a fun one. I mean, you know, there's nothing like sparking a little debate over a meaningless topic. You know, I, I still have people giving me hate about my takes on, on Christmas movies, but it is what it is. You know, it's, it's good conversation. It's good pod. 
you know so this isn't really a segment but you know every once in a while we'll do like the the uh two crew like q a type thing we'll answer questions which we should do again soon here but there was the one day in like the heat of quarantine where we did a whole episode <laughs> just uh two crew q a and we were all like super hammered by the end of it because we had recorded for like five hours straight and it just got completely off the rails. That might be one of my favorite episodes ever, actually. I just like the bonus this episode. It was, just, it was just like a bonus episode, like in the heat of quarantine. Because there, we got so many questions that were like, we, we'll just do a separate. What, what episode number was this? It's between 54 and 55. I'm pretty sure we had plans on it being like, a quick 10, 15 minute added segment there. It's and like 45 minutes. <laughs> we just went on and on. Cause like you said, Mike, and if the listener, this is a little, yeah, behind the curtain here, at least for me, I can speak personally. Uh, recording night is like the night where I end up drinking the most beers. Cause I always of grab course. a couple while we're having, you know, and then just turns into something. So when we did like an interview and then a full episode, and then we wanted to do a couple of questions, it just kind of spiraled out of control. Um, and yeah, we, that was, that was fun. Guys, I have no recollection of this of this episode. Well, go back and listen to it. Steve. I'm a little it's, afraid. It's, I don't think I've listened to it yet. It's a while. I have not. I have it unlistened to on my iTunes. Oh boy! Oh, boy. Well, some great questions are brought it's, up. It's some a it's great, a treat. Let's see. It's what is, what's the description? It is it is um, some Corona free content to give you all an escape from the world. Oh, I love that idea. So. Um, yeah, it, it was March tw- March 28th. So this was like the first week of coronavirus. It was like when things, the world went absolutely bananas and we just were sick of talking about it. So we wanted to do something a little, a little fun. So do you want to talk about, so we got, we got, we got P2E races that we, that we can kind of recap hottest takes. I definitely want to dive into, but we're kind of in, we're kind of in the heat of like we're we're in the the middle of memory lane right now and i got so many good things coming back to me let's right just, now yeah just let it run do you, do you want to just jump into best moments let's, let's just, just re- do it let's, let's just recap and i think that i think that kind of covers a lot of this past year so i sure. think we're, we're kind of dancing around it let's just get into our favorite moments of this past year this is going to be a three-hour episode i'm sorry who, who, wants, who wants to kick us off here I'm I literally I just opened my podcast app and I'm just like scrolling through the episodes because I feel like there's something to talk about in like literally literally every single episode here. So, so here, I'll, can I can I start it off? Please. Go for it. All right. So my favorite moment. Let's see. This would have been this would have been last January, right? And I was DMing you. I was sending you guys texts. I was like, listen, I got. I got press credentials to the New oh, Balance yeah, and right. Indoor Grand Prix. And it was just like, I was like, we should, we got to go. We got to make some content. And I was like, I was like, I got, I kept telling these guys, I was like, I got press credentials and that nothing. I wasn't getting anything back from them. I was like, this is kind of a big deal, guys. This is like a big meet. We got press credentials. Like I'm going in. Like if nobody wants to answer me, you don't have to. And so I go in and I start sending these guys like all these pictures and videos. There's like, I walk in and I go into like the media area and I'm like sitting next to like Darren Ravel. I got WGBH on the other side of me. I got like all these video cam- and there's a sign right there that says reserved for peak too early, right in the middle of like all these like big reporters and everything. And so I'm sitting there, I'm like right on the edge of the track. I have access to every single athlete as they come across, you know, come down the, the, you know, the media area. I interviewed, Donovan Brazier, I interviewed Lolo Jones and Nick Willis, like the biggest names in the sport. 
unbelievable. And the first thing Mike and Trent say to me, it was like, Steve, I had no idea what press credentials was that. I mean, <laughs> if I had known then I would have gone or I would have like tried to try to make that happen. It's like, guys, I've been trying to tell you this for a week. I think I was on vacation and then, you know, had stuff going on. I was probably just looking at my phone once a week like I normally do. <laughs> but I will say, like, that's the thing I'm looking forward to the most when the real, real world comes back. Like, when, like, and we've grown so much. Like, since last January, we've, we've doubled in size since then. Like, I'm really, like, we're going to get press credentials in the future. Like, that's the thing I'm most looking forward to in the future. Well, I think that was a, the bummer, right? It's because we finally got the press credentials and I felt like we were getting the momentum going and we were going to start doing like the more like live race coverage type stuff. And now, you know, eventually, hopefully we'll be able to get that momentum back. But I do feel like it kind of got a little stalled there. But that's yeah. everything, right? So we'll get back. We'll get back. Um, we dropped like, what, three, three different sweatshirts or three different mm. t-shirts? This year, that all right. happened in 2020. We had the Stop P2E. We had that race shirt, and then now our uh, Harrier sweatshirt. Shout out Harrier.com. How many people um, do you think have all three? Oh, man. If you have all three, shoot us a DM. Yeah. I mean, there's got to I would bet there's like 15 to 20 people that have all three. Yeah. I just, off the top of my head, I can probably, I could probably name probably them if I. <laughs> that, we love you guys. That feels like so long ago when we started dropping like the right. first merch. Like we didn't even have a website at January 1st, I don't think. Like we didn't have anything, you know, available online. That all launched at the very beginning of the year. Uh, that's wild. Oh, yeah. We launched a blog. <laughs> yeah, that's got like four or five hours. Actually, for a while, we had some good guest posts on there. That was fun. That kind of lost I, well, momentum listen, for just we, time There's some quality space, up there. But, there's not yeah. very much. There's some quality. I'm not giving up on the blog. I it's something I like to doing. I just you know kind of started going back to work and stuff like that. So I kind of lost the time to do it. But I'm gonna bring it back. And I liked the blog. I thought we we had a good thing going there. So I'm not giving up on the blog for sure. I mean, there's some just like mighty obvious ones that we can bring up now. Um, we gotta talk about Atlanta at some point. Um, oh my god, so, that's mean, right. That was like. Like Steve, the the press credentials was like a huge step, right? We had this momentum, we're being legit. But then Atlanta felt like we really had built something like special, right? It was like a, a special moment for us. And then going down there, like being there with the athletes, meeting up with our guy Colin, uh, being just like part of that whole atmosphere. I mean, it feels like worlds away at this point with all the cancellations, but that had to be like, you know, an absolute, you know, top 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 highlight from the year uh, so hey, i'm just i'm just thinking this now i think for for many reasons this year was good for us but the thing about last year or the thing about like january into february we kind of had some taste of of mainstream media we had the press credentials we went down to the trials you know we were you know rubbing elbows with the athletes there could have been a turning point there right there could have been a turning point where we went we went mainstream but Corona forced us, you know, right, right into oh, the smut, right? Like we went, right into our identity, <laughs> right into who we're supposed to be. Right. So like there was definitely a turn. There was definitely like a fork in the road and we started heading down mainstream medium road and we're just like, nope, straight, straight into, into like the, 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 where we belong right into the smut. Yeah. I, I love like 
comparing us to mainstream media, which we were because we went down and watched the trials. But like thinking of our weekend in Atlanta of just like some <laughs> wild <laughs> nights out and just like having an epic, like watching the race, being super intense, like talking to some of the athletes that, you know, we had uh, interviewed before or we got to meet, you know, that was very serious stuff. But the rest of the shenanigans on that trip was so not mainstream. It was the furthest thing from. So I'm just kind of like scrolling through here and, and the I'm looking at the Olympic, the live Olympic marathon there. So that was obviously huge, probably the highlight of, of my year, if I'm, if I'm being completely honest. But then the very next episode, coronavirus is in the title. And then we have a, a string of interesting themes in the title here. Do you remember when Trent got trapped in Italy? Oh, my God. I totally forgot <laughs> Trent, about Trent, that. Trent was like... Joe was like the first like victim to be like trapped in a foreign country. It was like coronavirus, <laughs> coronavirus started breaking, and there was, it was like the first like the major news story was like Italy shut down. You do not want to be in Italy right now. It's like, well, our co-host is in Italy right I now. I was I was literally on a cruise ship outside of Italy and yeah. Spain. <laughs> like I was in the worst possible place. They were like you the two places be. you don't want to be. The two places you don't want to be. You don't want to be in Italy and you don't want to be on a cruise trip. It was like, well, Trent's on both of those. <laughs> yeah, man. That was, that, God, that feels like a lifetime ago too. <laughs> Just getting over there and like getting the news that, you know, your flight may not be able to get back to America and all that stuff. So I was, I was glad to be here the next day. I was glad to give you guys some insight onto what, you know, ground floor of coronavirus looked like. And, you know, I'm a coronavirus expert because of my experiences. Well, that's right. And then you were like, you know, everyone was like kind of quarantining, kind of like in and out half, but you were like the first person I know that was like a hardcore self-quarantine, like cannot leave the house type of, type of situation. Right, right. I remember being like holed up in New Hampshire at my parents' house for two weeks, you know, afraid to go outside, not knowing what kind of craziness was was living on inside of me right there. But uh, luckily, we had the pod to, to recap and for me to, you know, to have basically a therapy session about my experiences. That's right. <laughs> what else? from I mean, the coronavirus really like it was a, a good for, I mean, it was bad for us that broke momentum, but it was good for us in a lot of ways that it drove us to make like some well, creative content. We, well, we so had I like two say, or three months when we like were hitting it hard. Like yeah. we were, yeah, we took I, advantage of everything. We doubled down. Like I'm really proud of what we did in, into March and April. Like we, we went hard, like coronavirus hit shut down. We, we went hard. Um, and I think like the next big thing in the year, unless I'm missing something big was, you know, uh, our, our, our friends over at P3R, the race management company out of Pittsburgh, was doing this challenge, this indoor mile challenge where people couldn't go outside. So it's like, okay, run a mile indoors the most creative way and you'll win a prize. And uh, the, one of the Brooks representatives, the Brooks Shoe Company, reached out to me and said, hey, you guys should do this. And I said, we'll do it, but you're going to do it with us. And so we all organized, the three of us talked, the four of us talked, said, okay, we're going to run a mile indoors, we're going to tape it, we're going to do it over Skype, and we'll make some content out of it. Maybe 45 minutes before we decided to start this, I sent out a text and said, boys, we're going to make this a beer mile. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> on, on, uh, you know, on, at the drop of hat, we, we shifted and we made it a beer mile, and we did a indoor beer mile, which was wild. That it was like it was like 1 p.m. on like a Wednesday afternoon or something that we did it. It was ridiculous. 
that is like an all time like that is one of those moments that I will remember from you know the quarantine Absolutely, summer, the COVID yes. summer. Yeah, is me in my tiny ass apartment outside of Boston, like measuring out how far it is from one side of my apartment to the other, like just going like out and backs on it and crushing. And it was, it was like there's no other time like in a that you would just be able to put everything down and just do an indoor beer mile, like you said, whatever day it was, or like middle of the afternoon on whatever day it was, because literally nobody had anything going on, especially if you were a city person, they were just like telling you to not go outside. And so we're like, yeah, let's just do an indoor beer mile. And it was like such the mindset we were all in. That was so much fun. Uh, freaking wild times. It was crazy. And we, and I, I think this gets lost in the shuffle a little bit. We did raise money for charity. We made a big donation to Kids of Steel right. for every lap that we ran. So, um, th- Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, everybody was hunkering down. They were getting water. They were getting their toilet paper, getting their non-perishables. We were running an uh, indoor beer mile. And we made an, and Mike put together an awesome video. Maybe arguably the best piece of content we've put out is that beer mile video. So if you haven't seen it, it's on our Instagram. Go back to March or April or whenever we posted it. It's up there. It's, it's, it's great. I think it's the second best piece of content that we've put out. And I, I, we'll get to what is by far, I think, the best content we've ever put out. Um, the next thing on my list here was we had our first partnership with Bell Lap Track and Fields. They kind Dang. of opened the floodgates for us there, right? We... We uh, became sponsored by them, had that nice little partnership, which then led to multiple sponsorship partnerships that we've had along the way, Stoke Performance, the Harrier. So that was kind of like the the very first, you know, affirmation that I was like, all right, all right, we, we got something going here. Yeah, you know, that, that was huge. Big fans of, I mean, still to this day, huge fans of, of Bell Lap. And I think we might even be doing some collaboration content with them coming up in the new year here we go yeah so i'm really looking forward to that and mike you're right second best piece of content we've ever made because you're right i think the next thing on the list here is maybe the best thing we will ever do on this podcast and it was something that was just born out of like at the end of one episode we were kind of bullshit and and we just said hey you know what I bet you I can run more miles in a week than you. And the other person was like, no, you can't. No, you can't. And so he said, all right, we're going to do this. The three of us are going to have a showdown. We're going to go head to head to see who can do the most miles in a week. And boy, did this one get out of hand in a hurry. <laughs> well, so th- this is another thing that like, again, the whole COVID quarantine thing, there's no positives that come from it. But we made the commitment that was like, all right, if we have this time, I remember somebody I think you brought it up actually. I think you quoted somebody saying like, if you're not like following your passions or like doing something or taking advantage of this time, then you're like wasting an opportunity basically. And I think what we did was we decided, all right, we have three, four months here where we can just completely lean into what we're doing. And this is a situation where we never would have been able to make this work without the whole quarantine thing. Right. Because we, I am not joking when I say I had to literally dedicate every second of my life for a week to this challenge. If you weren't running, you were icing, stretching, eating, napping, you were doing something. Everything was either recovering, you were running, recovering from your run or preparing for your next run. Like that's all we were doing nonstop. It was ridiculous. And 
there's no way I would have been able to run, you know, the 110 or however many miles we ran in that week in the kind of shape that we were in if we, you know, it wasn't the situation that we had. Yeah, that that was an ultimate capturing all the, like, you know, magic in a way or the the propeller from the COVID quarantine and just, like, taking all that pent-up energy and just putting it into it. I mean, that... Like we, some of the things I was saying about the indoor like beer mare, uh, beer mile definitely applies to this. Where unforgettable thing, and literally like the most I've ever pushed my body, maybe maybe ever. Like some of the dark moments there, where I think for all of us, like some of the darkest moments, you know, we've we've ever been to, and to do it just for the sake of like a competition <laughs> and for the sake of podcast content was like just I don't know. It, I don't even like the mindset we were all in, like. I know we haven't been swearing, but we were fucking crazy. Like that was fucking bananas to do that thing. I mean, I have, I mean, my wife still talks about it. Like when, when I left for a run on Friday night and I was just, and it was, it was like the first really, like it was cold. It was rainy. It was just a really, really shitty night. I was in so much pain and I somehow managed to gut out nine miles on that night. To, to, to what I thought I was going to take the lead from Mike going into the weekend and to come home and to look at Strava and see that Trent had five more miles than, than me, you know, going into Saturday. Like I had an emotional breakdown. Like I, I like legitimately had an emotional breakdown. Like I came home in so much pain. There was like pizza. Like I, I was like eating a slice of pizza, drinking water, being like, I'm in so much pain. And my brother, Chris just goes, don't look at Strava. And I was like, what? He's like, don't, just, just don't look at Strava. Sure enough, I look at Strava thinking that Mike maybe got one more mile than me going into Saturday. But no, it was Trent who had like five more miles of me. I collapsed. I literally collapsed to the ground. I've never been, I don't think I've ever been in that state in my life, but yeah, Trent nailed it. And the best part about it is the way that like people rallied around us and they were just into it. They were loving it. You know, it was like, you know, we've done all these cool things with professional athletes, but people were really into what we were doing and just beating the hell out of each other, trying to compete. So that was a ton of fun. And then, and you, had, you know, you, I had mean, a, you had a bunch of crazy people who were doing it along with us that were just yeah, like joining, right. joining the party and like, you know, trying to do it just for the sake of like doing it, which is, which is nuts. I mean, I, I didn't even want to be doing it and to be just, you know, doing it completely by yourself with like no content behind it and everything. And, and let me say this too, like we, we, I was so locked in that week. Like it, it was the, fr- I felt like I was training like a competitive runner for the first time since college. Like I had a reason I had a purpose behind my runs. I got to be honest with you. I think that that showdown like ruined my running career because I, I couldn't run for like a month and then be, because I got like a taste of what it felt like to to like have purpose behind my running again, I just like cannot get motivated anymore. <laughs> like it completely destroyed all of my motivation. That showdown literally just like destroyed me <laughs> completely. So it worked so well where we all ran these insane like miles but destroyed us because we were all in like a, a magical sweet spot where we could like gut out, you know, the miles 
but we were not in any condition to like even you know, try right, to attempt yeah. that. It was like a match. So like you said, Mike, and, and I, I feel bad for not shouting out everybody that joined us earlier because uh, that made it really special to go on Strava, even though I was anti-Strava before that, but you go on and you see everybody participating. Um, but hopefully a lot of people that participated had a little more base going into it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, and like maybe had some like better things to do with their time than us uh, with our lack of base to like, you know, spend every waking minute working on the challenge. Well, and so here's my question too, is it was so successful. I think the best content we've ever put out that it's almost like, how do we not do it? I don't want to talk about it, but it, that's but, the reason I'm running right now, Mike, is because I, just in case, just in case I we decide to run it back like, this spring. I, I don't want to zero part of me wants to, but I just, how can we have something go so well and not, bring it back i don't know i don't know that's That's a conversation for another day but i will tell you it's literally the only re the i don't want to do it i'm going to fight against it but the prospect of have of potentially having to do this in the spring is the only it's the only reason i'm running right now so i mean and then we 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 can't talk about this topic not cap off this conversation about the con the controversy heard around the world i mean listen i know you guys hated me at that moment but could we have a better finale to just an unbelievable week of content? Could we? Come on. We're in the content game. We're way, we're, 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 we're you know, eight months removed from that, from that controversy. I mean, come on. Come on. I'm a showman. You got you to love it a little bit. Steve, I guess like eight months now, I can look back and say, yes, it made the content <laughs> fun. It made the conversation. In the moment, I could give two shits about the content i was i was living i was mad i felt like i had put my life on hold for a week and uh yeah i mean so and it, it now i can say sure create a good content in the moment i did not care about the content i mean the best part about it was like the passion that people showed to support you know you or i like yeah. i still have people i know that are like I can never think of Steve the same or something like that. Or there'll be other people there to like, you know, tell me to shut up and stop complaining or that kind of thing. Like it, it was a nice divisive topic that kind of, you know, brought, brought a lot of interest into it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, there was a moment there where I, I thought the podcast was over. Like when <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie when, you know, I, I, I thought I knew that there would be, I knew that it would be, you know, you guys wouldn't be happy with me, but I thought it'd be a little bit more jokey with it. And, and when I found out that Mike wasn't asleep and that he was paying attention to the Instagram and he got all my text messages that night and didn't respond to a single one, I was like, Oh, I think the podcast might be over. So, um, <laughs> We were all very fragile. Like you, we had all pushed ourselves to a mental and physical place where it was like a very fragile state of mind. But I mean, anyways, unbelievable content. All right. So then moving on here, then we're, then we move on to, I think the next big moment would probably be preparing for the two miler. Well, the before two mile- that, before that, Steve, oh, did I miss something? like some of them, it, it's kind of like a random one, but the Christian Coleman suspension became a huge topic for Ooh. us. Yeah, Christian Coleman suspension was like that was like a four or five episode, you know, worths of content. We uh, became a a big point of contention for us. I would say we so that I think it was important for us. I think we may have lost a few listeners during maybe, that time. Maybe, but but like it was also important for us. We were like, listen, 
like we're not going to say everybody's favorite take. Like we're going to like we're fans of the sport. We're going to say controversial things every once in a while. And, you know, but we're ultimately here to have fun. So I think it was important. And then the video that came out was great. That was like a P2E oh, yeah. production right there. That oh, was awesome. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. The, uh, oh. the Yellow Jackets video. We almost missed the, uh, the final 5K. Final 5K. Oh, that's yeah. right. The final 5K. Yeah. Too bad. So, <laughs> sorry, Chris. But we did do a big production around the final 5K to break 15 minutes oh, on yeah. the 5K. Didn't happen, but we had a lot of fun doing it. It was a good idea. It was a good it idea. It was a good idea. It was a good idea. But then, yes, moving on to the two-mile. A lot of buildup for the two-mile. And this was pretty scary going into it because we were putting together an event. We were putting together a virtual event. And we didn't know how people were going to react to it. Um, we released a new logo in preparation for this event, which was big. Um, and the two crews showed out, man. I mean, we mm-hmm. had we had huge sign up for this. It was awesome. We had a ton of fun. the The race was great. We did. We probably had the the first and only virtual after party in the world. Like we we had this idea. It's like, listen, we do events for the after party. So if we're gonna do this virtual event. We want to have an after party. We did it the right way. Like we had everybody on, we drank beers, we, you know, we gambled, we, 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 you know, had some fun with everybody. Like it was, it was a ton of fun. We, we all Venmoed our guy, Colin, who was in the (laughs) casino. We all gave him, you know, whatever money. And some of the people hadn't met this guy before, you know, we knew, but not everyone that was on the after party. This is the late, late, this is the after, after, after party. We all vented him some money. He then who happened to put, be in Vegas. Yes, he put all that money on black. He hit black, and we were all going nuts. And then he vented us all back. It was like the most. Ah, oh, that was the most. I put a clip of it. Thing. If you watch the the like the 2020 recap video, I just put on Instagram. There's about towards the end. There's a there's a screenshot of us going nuts. That's us celebrating a bet that Colin put on us. Unbelievable. Put for us in, in Vegas. And I don't know how they they I don't know how they allowed it, but they had a camera on yeah. the roulette table. <laughs> like every every casino I've ever been in my life, you get tackled for that. But like they had a camera on the roulette table. So unbelievable. And then. Yeah. uh the I mean the belts were unbelievable. The yes. the 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 two mile belts were I think one of the coolest things we've done too. Um shout out to to the winners there. It's our Brandon Allen from the the Ghouls and Goblins. And then we had the uh the women's tiebreaker showdown. That's right. Which was awesome. Uh of to course Megan and Kara. Yeah. Of course, shout out to uh to to pro flow for shocking the world and you know covering my spread by about three minutes so yeah i mean a a lot of really good content out of that race and i believed in you the whole time yeah well that spread was ridiculous we shouldn't have given him that that was great before we get too far we need to shout out uh one thing that never actually happened but it needs to be brought up we got morgan mcdonald and ollie whore to do a push-up challenge oh my do you guys god. remember this for like some oh content? my god it may still come Holy out crap. and it never got released but we i completely forgot about this we got those guys do we still have the do we still have the video do we still have the footage uh, I, i'm sure i do yeah so i uh we should do something with this in the heat of the quarantine i was just like you know some ideas are gonna work some ideas aren't but i was just throwing everything at the table and like I said, some of it stunk and some of it ended up being good. Like I think the, the P2E showdown was a byproduct of just throwing everything at the table. 
we were gonna have this i mean i have graphics i have like videos set up for it i have promos ready to go i actually think if we could have pulled it off the content would have been really cool it just kind of died but we were gonna have a like ufc like hyped push-up uh like bracket style tournament and i had like eight people lined up eight professional athletes lined up to do this thing and we started filming it with ollie and morgan and we made them do this freaking thing and then and then it just kind of died well we we never brought it back listen listen ollie and morgan great sports friends of the program like we love those guys and they were just like yeah sure we'll do this push-up contest and they were doing it and and i think ollie won and he was like, wait a second, does that mean I have to fucking do this again? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I don't know if this is gonna work. <laughs> yeah. I I it could have been good, but it, it just didn't happen. And I, I don't it probably didn't even notice that nothing ever came of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I was anxious about it for like a month being like, these guys think we're such assholes, like making them do this. And then we put out zero content from it. <laughs> just sitting in my computer library. <laughs> Oh, we should send him this the clip of the just this just this part. Uh, Yeah, we we probably should. (laughs) I completely forgot about that. I mean, hey, talk about friends of the program. Talk about just awesome dudes, right? I mean, putting up with our bullshit. So they were the guinea pigs. They were the guinea pigs. Like, listen, you know, we we did it. We realized, hey, you know what? This probably isn't gonna fucking work. Sorry, guys. They were like, we had like technical difficulties too. And they were like in the middle of eating dinner. They were eating like. That's right. That's right. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and, and oh, they couldn't hear us, remember? So I had to right. like point up and down. Yeah. Oh my, <laughs> my God. Oh, so yeah. bad. So bad. But hey, right idea. You know, you throw shit at the wall. Sometimes stuff sticks. Sometimes stuff doesn't. But it is what it is. Um, all right. Moving on. Is the next big thing the the uh, the virtual team race? Am I well, missing anything? Just major? like some like random topic. Like shout out to um, you know, there was a million different races during quarantine, but the big friendly, I think we can all agree that that That's was right. like you know, there's been better races now since they do like live racing, but in the heat of everything, people are trying to figure out the best way to do this. I very much enjoyed the big friendly um races. Mixed I thought that was course. pretty good. Mixed four by fours, that's right um shout out sec cross country sure. biggest sec cross country fans in the in the in the land um so yeah there's that you just have the big friendly shout out it was a fun year where you know obviously we lost a lot of amazing races but we got a lot of like fun and unique things too for and sure so just appreciating yeah. those like london marathon was uh, a different experience and it was the big kipchoge bakele which didn't end up being the showdown oh, that we wanted uh that was a disappointment but there were just things like that throughout the year to kind of keep our attention despite all the cancellations and michigan pro Ecadem came to mind as one that was like pretty yep. cool to get excited about um so just yeah and just appreciate on the pro half marathon yep yeah. appreciate all the weird stuff that that came out of that came out of this year right that's right am i missing anything until the uh the the virtual team race there no i think that is the next the next big thing that happened and the virtual team race another thing where you know the the two crew showed out we got a bunch of people to sign up um shout out to our guy like uh you know tobias singer who got like three teams from germany to sign up i remember going through six teams six teams i remember going through registration being like 
why do I have all these people from Germany signing up? And it's just like, it ended up being like, this is wild. This is absolutely insane that we started this podcast. We're doing this virtual race series. And we have these, we have this crew in Germany that's listening to us and wants to do our virtual race. That was, that was a holy shit moment for, for me. Um, but virtual race was a ton of fun. We did it a month long. Um, so it, it was kind of a, you know, a different way to kind of go about racing, kind of get everybody involved, you know, kind of capture some degree of like the feeling of a cross country team because we didn't get to have it this year. Um, but I had a ton of fun doing that. And yeah. And Steve, you're like, uh, randomly selecting the distances. I thought it was a great spin. I thought your lives once a week, um, were entertaining and you know, it, it, we're, we're always trying to create community. Right. And it was constantly getting people engaged in the race. It's not like you just like disappear for a month and say, Hey, get your distances as we were constantly checking in and, engaging so i think again all these things we do there's like lessons you can learn about what we would do differently what we do the same but i think there was a lot of good lessons learned from that race yeah the the mileage challenge was you know preposterous the two mile was kind of our first go at having like a real race um and then the virtual race challenge was just like you know it was kind of like impressed me um like how well that went and just the uniqueness of it and how excited everybody was for it i think people really appreciated the creativity and the unique uniqueness of it um so that that was pretty cool yeah ton, ton of fun with that um and then i think the last thing for the year was probably the marathon project we did a lot around that we went live for that um something we are absolutely going to do in 2021 when racing comes back, we are going to do dual screen. So, or, or sorry, second screen viewing where you can watch the race, but then you can kind of be with us on the live stream. You know, we'll, you know, we'll take the place of whatever shitty commentary is going on on the TV. But that, that is like my number one goal for 2021. When real racing comes back is that we are going to dominate second screen viewing for, you know, for, for track and field content. Yep. So, um, but yeah, I think, I think that's it. I mean, I think we pretty much recapped it all. Wow. Yeah. That was intense. Wild year. That was intense. We, we got excited there. We had some categories at the beginning and what we we're going to hit. And then we we're just like, screw it. We're just going to work our way through. We're going to talk about everything. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we did reach out to the, the two crew for some of their new year's resolutions. Do we want to run through some of the, the new year's we resolutions do. for the year? We do. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's see. I, I have them up here, Steve, if you want me to start going yeah, through Yeah, why don't you go ahead, Mike? All right, so this one comes in from Dan. Dan wants to break Dan two. Who? Dan Gordon, you want me to do what we're doing okay, last yeah, names? Yeah. Danny yeah. G, the real Dan Gordo. If it's he wants to, he wants to, uh, He wants to break 240 in the marathon. Good what luck with that, loser. Dan. But, but he why says, would he you ever want to do that? He says he only wants to do it if he's wearing a Pichuy singlet. So we got well, to get with Danny G. I mean, hook that, Danny G. You take back what you said, Steve. I take it back. I take it back. Uh, so that that will be another goal for P2E. Is I know it's been a long time coming. We're gonna get singlets. If we're gonna do Absolutely. any apparel, we're gonna do any apparel for 2021. We're doing singlets. So mark sure. my words. Uh, Colin, our guy Colin, he uh, wants to bring awareness on the need for gambling in the sport of running. He, he wants to j- jump on the cause here. He wants to bring his time, you know, his roulette uh, spinning in Vegas to, to running. 
couldn't support that that New Year's resolution more. That's a New Year's resolution every year. <laughs> All right, let's see. Our guy Tony, he uh, oh man, this is God bless you, Tony. He wants to do ten half marathons, a twenty miler, become a running coach, and meditate more. So the meditating, I can get behind. You want to coach some people? That's great. Ten half marathons. Whoo, Tony. God bless you, buddy. That better be in a peak too early singlet. Yeah, yeah no <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. Hey, okay, uh, okay, hold on. Tony, Tony, let me just say this. If you're going to do 10 half marathons and one of your goals is to do a 20-miler, why not just turn that 20-miler into a 26.2-miler? Why not just make point, it a marathon? It's a good I point. mean, it seems pretty pointless to do a 20-miler. Let's just let's make that a marathon, bud. I believe Says the you. guy who just craps on marathoning <laughs> every podcast. If you want to do half, 20 miles, if you can add an extra 10K onto that 20 miles, come on, Tony, Tony, you stick to the half. There's no need to double that. You just stick to the half, but that's what your goal is. All right, we got – I don't know why this one – makes me laugh so much but uh sam millis says be more of a villain on strava <laughs> i love this one so much i actually shot him a message I was like i was like i was like i love this but you're gonna have to elaborate i mean I, I just, <laughs> did, did he respond i mean i, I want to respond and i think he just he wants to like antagonize people a little bit more but i love it <laughs> it's a hilarious that's a must follow on strava now that's yeah. awesome <laughs> everyone go follow sam millis on strava Biggest villain you're going to find on Strava. Um, all right, Patrick Donovan, he uh, he wants to – he says, don't be fat and be better at golf. I like how his running his running goal for 2021 is to be better at golf. I mean, honestly, honestly, like other than being ready for if we decide to do another P2E showdown this spring, my number one goal of running is to not become fat. Like that's my yeah, number one goal is like – yeah. <laughs> And to, and to Patrick's um, be better at golf, I, I, I know Patrick quite well. And uh, he's got quite the slice. He's, he's got, got a quite lot the of work slice. So he's going to start turning over those wrists if he wants to be better at golf. So, Patrick, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes, buddy. You've never, you've never seen a better athlete in your life that is so bad at golf. Like the kid, I mean, he's a good athlete. Like he was a good baseball player. He's got good hand-eye coordination. Just kid, kid can't swing a golf club. Safe. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, a, gonna get a nasty text. Yeah, yeah, this is gonna be good. I'm gonna stop. Days. Hey, Mike, cut this. I, no, I'm not cutting it. But in fairness, it's been a few years since I've golfed this with Chadrick. This is so true. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt that he is a pretty, pretty good golfer these days. As all right, as good as a golfer as Patrick is, when you say your goal is not to get fat, I mean. You're, you're taking away from uh, – I'm saying right, as good as an athlete as Patrick is, it's making it sound like that's a pretty low bar to set. So <laughs> shout out to Patrick for, for being a tip-top athlete, trying not to get fat. All right. Uh, let's see. This one comes in from Harrison, and Harrison says, I'll be taking my stretching and mobility game to the next level. He wants to go from zero times a week to one time a week. <laughs> <laughs> set that bar high i i love it i love it i'm i'm right there with you yeah i mean that's exactly that's that's a legitimate real goal of mine so <laughs> that's great i love that one all right i kind of i like this one dan bueno wants to host a themed mile race uh each month for his high school team so i don't know if he's a coach or 
or what, but he wants to host like a taco mile, an eggnog mile, a blue jean mile. So he just wants to go all in on like the themed fun miles. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's once a week is tough. Like, especially if you're in the middle of a season, like, I, I mean, I would, I would do something at the end of every season, but like, you're going to do like a taco mile after end it and every week, if you, you squat no, once, like, once a month. Yeah. Once, oh, a, once month. a month. Something, once a month. Fun. Yeah, yeah. All right. That, that's cool. I like that. All right, this one comes in from Coach Corey Leslie. Uh, this one's pretty simple, guys. Uh, he wants to drink more beer. So good All right, cheers, Corey. <laughs> good for him. I don't cheers. think that that should be um, – that shouldn't make my rotation. I think I should probably I drink drink less beer. But I Corey – I have right about – just the right amount in my life. Okay, I think any more might not be good, you know, but just the right amount. It's a great running resolution. So this one um, comes in from Bell App Track and Field. And uh, I think it's one we can, we can relate to because I think we kind of uh, got behind this resolution. He wants to curse less. You know, Trent Trent screwed it up earlier this episode by just dropping like 45 F-bombs in a row. But, uh, you know, we, we've been doing better with cursing less. That's a great fucking resolution. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, James Perez, he – oh, what? What a resolution. He says – Wants to never miss a P2E pod in 2021. Amen. 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 Never miss a two P, P2E pod and eat more Stoke performance. That's right. All right. This one comes in from, I can't. All right. This one comes in from Brandon Demers. And uh, Brandon says he wants to. <laughs> All right. He says he's going to tell people. He wants to read a book a month, but also wants to know if it counts if he is rereading a book. <laughs> so if it's a book he's already read before. 100%. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes, because I think reading a book at all is a difficult thing to do. I will I'm lucky if I'm reading one or two books a year. So if it's a book you've already read and you're doing it, if you're that that means you're committing to twelve books next year, I think if you reread one absolutely counts the way he's wording it though he says i want to tell people i'm reading a book a month he doesn't have to read it i mean that's just a good resolution to have tell people you're reading books you just do the lebron james just carry around a book with you with it wherever you go and you never have to read it but people think that you're reading the godfather right just carry it around with you have put and you know strategically place the bookmark in like a different spot each time you see people people think you're reading but you don't actually have to read it or or you know, you do that, carry around a book wherever you go, but make sure that the book you're carrying around is also a movie. So watch the movie and carry around that book just oh, in case people have yeah. questions about it. And then tell them that the book was better than the movie. Yeah. Um, all right. Our guy Roman, we got just a few left. Our guy Roman, he says he wants to worry less about peaking at the right time. Mm. My man. Preach. Well done, My Roman. Preach. Well done. Pandering a little bit, I must say, but... I'll, hey, he I'll got on the pod. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, oh, our guy Brandon says he wants to defend the belts. Ooh, what a resolution. I love a challenge it. to I everybody out it. there. Yeah. You, you want that belt this year? You got to go through Brandon. Um, <laughs> all right. Dan Nolan says he wants to save it up in 2021. <laughs> About to get him on for some sad stories. He wanted to get some plethora of sad stories going. Good for him. Uh, let's see. Matt 
wants a one speed slash power slash tempo workout a week for all 52 weeks of 2021. That sounds probably good for training, but that sounds like a lot. Good for you, Matt. Good yeah. for you. <laughs> Not for me, but good for you. All right, let's see. Uh, Lewis says he wants to go to Boston for the first annual P2E Beer Mile. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm, okay, so, I like it. All right. I like it. So the, the idea of, a, of some sort of P2E Summit has been tossed around there by a, couple, by, by a couple members of the two crew. So let's just say the idea is in the works. We, it's been heard. The idea has been heard. All right, and the last one. <laughs> the last one comes in from the boss man Rand. It wouldn't be, you know, a good show if we didn't end with the boss man Rand. And he says he wants to drink more beers, run more PRs, and do a lads trip. I mean, that is that's a that's a man who listens to Peak Too Early. He's got it all figured out. He wants to drink more beers, run PRs, and chill with the boys. I mean, love it. That's what we're all about. He's after our own hearts or yeah. ladies. He, he's 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 got it figured out. So that was great. That was that was uh, all the uh, submissions for the New Year's resolutions. Thanks for everyone who submitted it. I and good luck in your uh, in your endeavors. All right, boys. Let's kick off the bell app. Mike, what do you got people on the bell? So we didn't do our New Year's resolutions this year, but I do want to shout out one very quickly, and that is I, I'm not going to do what I've done in the past and be like, I'm back, baby. Like, I'm going to run these fast times. But what I will say is I am going to put a serious level a somewhat serious level of effort into training for the Irish Clover five miler in March, which I'm sure you guys will hear about very soon. So that is my resolution. I want to start getting back on the train and I want to at least, you know, have some level of base mileage going into that race. Keep an eye out for the Irish Clover. We're going to talk about it next week. So we got a five mile race, virtual race coming up this March. Keep an eye out for it. It's going to be awesome. Trent, what do you got for people on the bell app? Not much, fellas. Just to say happy new year to everybody. Merry, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, this has been a, a special year. We went through it on some of the highlights where uh, the craziness of COVID kind of brought out some, some creativity and some fun. Um, so it was definitely memorable, and it was only memorable because of all the people that listen into the podcast and participate. So happy new year to everybody. Good luck with your New Year's resolutions, and we will see you next year. I think when we look back, we're going to look back at 2020 as the most important year in peak too early history. I mean, we, we just recapped it. So much happened, so much important stuff, so much defining things for us happened this past year that I do believe that this will be the most important year for us in history. But I will say this. We're coming for you, 2021. We're coming for the rest of the running industry. We're coming for the rest of the running media. We're not slowing down. We're just getting started. Let's go, baby. I would have run faster, but I peaked too early. Mike, hit me with the Josie. Josie's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things that I want to say. You know I like my girls a little bit. Tonight
The dog when the the house is on fire and the dog sipping the coffee saying this is fine. Have you ever seen that meme? Oh, okay. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs>